Hey everyone, welcome back to the Beneath the Layers podcast. I am back uh, with the new season of this podcast and here we have Rachel. And Rachel, I think I've only known for a couple months now, but uh, here we are, we're about to get to know her a little bit better. Um, But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit, tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, I'm Rachel. Not quite sure what to put in this introduction here, but I guess I'm 23. And you guess or you know you're 23? I know I am 23. I know that. Um, And I was born here in San Diego, but I grew up in Texas, and now I'm back living here. And I don't know. I work with Larry. She works with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean... Part of your transition over here from San Diego to, I mean, from Texas to San Diego, like how has that been since you said you were, you grew up kind of in Texas, but then you came back over here, right? Mm-hmm. So is there a lot that you miss about Texas, like being there? Um, and how has it been like coming over back over here? I think you said you grew up, right? So that means that pretty much your family is all over there and then you only you came back over here yeah my parents are actually high school sweethearts oh yeah okay (laughs) so they're both from houston Mm. but then my dad got a job out here in san diego um right out of college and then eventually my mom came and moved out here and they lived out here for 12 years but had me for the last two but then we moved to dallas um Because my mom's mom, my grandma, was living there at the time. Um, yeah, so we moved to Dallas, and then that's why I like grew up there. That's yeah. pretty much what I remember. And they're all still, my family is still in Dallas. But then I um, love California, and so I stored <laughs> a bunch of California schools for college. And ended up back here, and now I definitely don't want to leave. So you only... Um looked at California schools you didn't look at any other schools <laughs> well I actually so my dad went to A&M do you know like yeah, I, yeah yeah and that's like a really big um it's a a, a big deal kind of I guess to like mm-hmm. go there and like be an alumni there and I grew up like going to Aggie games and like for Christmas and birthdays like my dad would routinely get me like Aggie themed gifts like shirts and apparel and stuff like that um and it was interesting because I when I applied there that was the one Texas school I applied to um was Texas A&M and I actually initially wanted to be a zoo vet (laughs) like when I was first in high school and A&M has a really good vet program yeah and it's in Texas and in-state, and my dad went there. So I didn't end up getting in, and that was, like, really... That hurt? Hurt at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially because my, like, GPA and um, what was the test? I can't even remember now. SAT, yeah. yeah. SAT. Or actually, I think I took ACT. ACT, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Was, like, enough for me to get in, and my dad was an alumni Mm -hmm. which normally like carries some weight so it was kind of like upsetting to me but it it definitely looking back was a blessing in disguise because I feel like my dad would have pushed for me 
to go there a lot more mm-hmm. if I had gotten accepted. Oh, I since see. they had a good yeah. program and state tuition, my dad went there and loved it. So I think it actually was really good that I didn't get it, <laughs> even though I remember being in like, yeah. um, what is it, calculus, <laughs> senior year of high school, and yeah. I was like crushed when I found out I didn't get in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean you said it was a blessing in disguise so um is that because you're able to well you got accepted at schools over here right so you're able to come over here and you realize that you love it oh yeah is that why you're saying that it's a blessing in disguise definitely yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i can't imagine how different my life would be if i went to a&m for college what do you think your life would be if you stayed i guess there do you Um, think you would have been a vet zoo vet (laughs) (laughs) well let me tell you why i wanted to do that because that'll make more sense Uh, is that uh, did you watch probably um during quarantine like tiger king or are you familiar you didn't no way i didn't watch really you should watch it i should probably watch it but okay yeah anyways i I know a a lot of there's a lot about it so there's some things that i know about it yeah okay well everyone was shocked when all this like major drama of like the wildcat business or industry whatever you want to call it whatever yeah, those like people were running right? yeah yeah were blown away that there were these terrible sanctuaries that would just like breed cats for profit mm-hmm. but I had known that for a really long time because <laughs> oh, okay. I worked. There was a, it was called a large cat rescue facility, uh-huh. like 15 minutes from my house. So throughout high school, I volunteered there. And so I've like pet like a tire or a tiger and like a lion <laughs> and a cougar. Yeah. And they had some lemurs. The lemurs were crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah anyways it was really cool i really enjoyed it actually and so that's what kind of made you want to yeah okay yeah so coming out here though you um i mean obviously aren't going towards that direction of being a zoo vet so what helped you decide kind of like the route that you ended up taking which i think is biology related right yeah more cell biology yeah (laughs) now i guess um yeah I, well, because I went in as a biology major. Um, well, my school, USD, like, they have this thing where you can't declare um, until, I don't even think you can declare your freshman year. That's oh, really? maybe wrong. But you don't, you definitely come in undeclared. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, but you can tell them, like, if you're leaning more towards some classes or a major. Um, so I came in taking, like, bio and chem which ended up being really nice um because some people who then like later decided um then they were behind and that allowed me to go abroad so (laughs) which is actually very interesting yeah (laughs) so the one thing or one of the first things that i remember learning about you is that you actually have been to a lot of places around the world i have um so what would you say has been i guess your favorite place that you've gone to and like, why do you, why is that one your favorite hmm. out of the rest? Now I know you went to more of like a study abroad program. Yeah. Right. So maybe you didn't get the entire full experience of some places, but yeah. From what you have experienced, what would you say has been like your favorite? Of all the places I went, yeah. I think 
the most fun I had was Cape Town, South Africa. Oh. That was, and that city is like a beautiful, <laughs> it's like a dreamland. Like everything really? just driving around was stunning. Um, but I wish I had done more like cultural things there. I think I did a lot of like fun things, but there's a lot of history obviously yeah. um, with South Africa and like apartheid and like all the um, like effects they still feel from that. Yeah. And I think it would have been like a lot more impactful if I had like put a little more effort into like doing activities or like maybe not activities is the right word, but like <laughs> doing things to make myself more aware of the world yeah. <laughs> instead of just did like, you have the option to do that or you just kind of did um, whatever you thought was fun. So basically. It's called Semester at Sea, and um, how it works is they, like, have, for each port, they put on, um, like, little trips, I guess, that could even just last a couple hours of one day, like, and span into the whole, like, two or three days that you're there. I see, yeah. Um, But they all organize it, and you, like, pay them, so they're like pretty pricey compared to if you just like independently did your own thing yeah but everything is like really nice and there's like a tour guide and like everything's organized for you um so like i did uh, one of their trips for in india when we went to the taj mahal i just like did it fully with them because i was like i there's no way i'm gonna even attempt to try and figure out india by myself (laughs) so i I will pay the money to have someone help me yeah um anyways all that to say that they did have like options like that in south africa for stuff like that um but again, it kind of goes back to they were pricey. <laughs> okay, that makes <laughs> and sense. I so get it. Yeah. I kind of just like did my own independent travel, but then that just then I just did like I went on a safari, which was really cool. That sounds cool. A safari in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, uh, what about... Okay, yeah, I, we got back, or the original question got off track. That, that was, was the most a, fun I had. The most fun, oh, but, the most fun you had, that's right. Yeah. Yes, but the coolest city was Tokyo. Tokyo. I really liked Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, and some place that I feel like I want to visit again, or like, I guess if given the option, maybe I could have like, redone... Or would have just done a little different was Ho Chi Minh in uh, Vietnam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why would you... So would you say that was like your least favorite no, time there? No, I <laughs> I guess I mean to say like I want to go back oh, and re- redo yeah. and like revisit Ho Chi Minh. I got it. Yeah. So what about that is like did you do something or not do something? I feel like I was just in like a really bad mood <laughs> when we were Got there. It. Yeah. It was incredible. Um and all the places I went and like things I did and saw. Yeah. Um were obviously once in a lifetime and I'm really thankful for that opportunity that I had. Um but I think like <clears throat> it was also a lot harder that whole semester 
for me personally than I feel like other people like came back from semester at sea and were raving about how it was like the best yeah. four months of their life. And yeah. like arguably that was probably the hardest four months of my life. Really? And I think it like wow. really shaped who I am now. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think it really like helped me after that when I came back from study abroad I was off like I was not myself my friends would mm. always tell me like that was like I was not well when yeah. I first got back and I think that just like caused me to like really reflect yeah on myself a lot and like I feel like I've come out a lot better person but yeah I think it like really that was like <laughs> the tipping point of like <laughs> It all came to a head at semester at sea because I was just had a really hard semester. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Anyways, so I think especially like when I was in Vietnam, I was like really not having fun. Was was that like (laughs) towards the end of it too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say has been like the biggest difference between like then and then coming out of it and... Like, what's the thing that when you ref- went back and reflected on? Yeah. Is the thing that you found that was different than before you left to that program? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like um, I just became a lot more comfortable with who I am. Like, I feel like I was very um, in my head a lot and, like, just anxious yeah. constantly. Um And then something about, like, not having a... You kind of have, like, a home base-ish, like, the ship. Yeah. But you... Essentially how it works is you just are on the ship for, like... I think the longest time we were on there was maybe, like, a week or two. And the shortest was, like, a day or two. So, like... And then whenever you're not on the ship, you're, like, in a different port. Yeah. So I feel like just not having, like, a constant, like, place to come back to Mm. was really weird. And, like, I don't know. It wasn't comfortable, I guess, maybe (laughs) is the best way to put it. And then I feel like I just, like, wasn't comfortable with, like, myself either. So it just wasn't a good, like, combination of anything. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nothing was really, like, working out. Yeah. And so I think when I got back, I was actually really excited. I remember the day we like coming back home. You're yeah, excited, yeah. Because it starts the like you get on board the ship in Germany, but it ended in San Diego. Oh, okay. And I remember like sitting outside, and we had to wait to be like de boated <laughs> by yeah. like our group that they assigned us or whatever and I remember like being in my cabin <laughs> and I was like shaking for some reason I was like so ready to leave which yeah. is I don't know like probably not the experience that a lot, like a lot, a lot of people did not want to leave yeah and to a degree I I didn't I mean it was really fun and it, I loved the things I saw and did mm-hmm. but yeah it was just kind of tough personally yeah. yeah I mean everybody has their own sort of experiences with things like, yeah and I feel like a lot of times when because you mentioned something uh, interesting during the whole thing is like you're you said you were there for four months 
yeah four months total you're uncomfortable the mm-hmm. whole time kind of because you know you get, go to a new country it's a whole different culture it's like yeah not used to it you don't know what to expect but um, sometimes doing things you're not comfortable with getting outside your comfort zone is where life is yeah and for me personally also um, I had to get out of my own comfort zone to find myself so maybe you had something a similar experience when you went on this trip yeah uh, in in a different sense but kind of the same as well what do you think yours was my comfort zone no you're getting out of the comfort zone to make you realize well so what's interesting is in the moment I didn't really feel like I was out of the comfort zone it wasn't Mm -hmm. until like I looked back and realized exactly where that zone was for me. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, I was very um, a quiet, shy individual, like someone who didn't really talk much and was like actually more like afraid to speak up about anything or say anything. And then there's just little moments here and there that would happen where I would just be like get this sudden uh, outburst of courage or some, uh, something like that, mm-hmm. something uh, along those lines where I can just. Um, say something and be really nervous afterwards because I didn't know how people would react, you know. Mm. And the one thing that has kind of uh, always kept with me a little bit is like usually when you're uh, more to yourself, quiet individual, the moment you say something, somebody has a comment that's like, oh, you're finally talking or you're finally, you Mm -hmm. know, doing this and doing that. And so that kind of made me a little bit more like quiet in a way. But, you know, over time, I just like noticed that... um, by just doing my best to not really care what other people had to say mm-hmm. helped me get out of that and put me in a place where instead of kind of um, uh, instead of kind of just always being in a uncomfortable position whenever I would talk to somebody or speak up about something or say whatever's on my mind um, I was able to kind of expand my comfort zone to reach that where I become have become comfortable with being able to do things like that mm-hmm. and so uh, that kind of took a when I look back on it took a lot of time mm-hmm. because it wasn't just like one moment or a few moments that kind of led up to that it was just a multitude of just uh, different experiences or different moments in my life where it helped me kind of get to that point mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah but yeah so that's kind of like how my experience in that yeah realm of uncomfortability is but yeah I think everybody's different in that way um, you know everybody has a point where they can feel comfortable and they can feel uncomfortable yeah and um, you know where growth happens I feel like is when you're able to expand that comfort level into things you used to be uncomfortable with yeah and now you just become comfortable with it and then now those uncomfortabilities are just further out, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, so that's just kind of how I look at it in a way. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, all in all, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I still think about it and it was this weird fever dream yeah. <laughs> that I did this. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and, until you go visit again, right? Then yeah. you'll be like... We know oh, I, I did remember do this. this. <laughs> yeah. If you were to go back to one of those places, or any any of those places, would you, I mean I'm sure there'd be different things you would do, right? You wouldn't. Yeah. Really do the same things. Yeah. Is there one 
you mentioned Tokyo, but is there like a couple different places that you would go to probably first over all the others? Like, mm, yeah. Like, why would you go to those places? Like Tokyo, it sounds like it was one of them. Tokyo, yeah, so fun. Such a like cool city yeah. to see. And like, there's just a whole bunch of lights all lit up in um, Japanese, obviously. But <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just interesting to like see yeah. <laughs> that. Um, but, mm, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, honestly, I wouldn't go back to India. India. Yeah, I think okay. every person should go to see what it's like. Yeah. But it was a lot. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. It was just like draining at the end of each day. Um, just how, I, like a lot in every sense, truly. Like mm-hmm. there's so many people and yeah. like smell and feel and touch and taste like every aspect of India was like very in your face overwhelming overwhelming yeah Yeah. um but it also like definitely made me really sad for our planet which I feel like is another big reason why I'm like everyone should go (laughs) yeah because I don't know I feel like I constantly now when I throw things away I'm like where does this go? And then I think of like the things, the tr- pile, like piles of trash I saw in India, and I'm like, that's where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> and that's sad. Yeah, yeah, I know that there, that's a big problem over there in the Southeast Asia oceans. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of trash just floating around in the oceans, and then they just kind of plop up right on the coastline. Yeah, every now and then. Um, I know it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. I remember oh. driving by one time. We were like in the big bus, but we're just on the road and there was cows <laughs> like yeah. in the median, I guess, in between the two lanes. Um, and they were just walking on just straight trash. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was sad. And so is that like one place that you've been that was just absolutely completely different than what you've ever seen before? It was India? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of, I I would say like almost all the Asian countries were like very different from what I've ever known. Because Europe is like, we started in Germany, like I said, and went to Spain. Yeah. And that wasn't too like anything wild. And then South Africa was very different, yes, but... I don't know. Something about, like, all the Asian countries I visited was definitely, like, new to me. Yeah. 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 So everything was just, like, you had to familiarize familiarize yourself with because some things are just... You don't even know what what they are or things like that. Like, I get that. I haven't haven't been visited any Asian countries yet, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I really like to, just Mm -hmm. so I can have an experience like that, just to see, you know, I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Another really big highlight I would say was, um, hiking the Great Wall of China (laughs) was really cool. You did that, huh? I did that. And that was something, there was, not the whole wall, (laughs) definitely not the whole wall. Okay. Um, but there was like a China, I think it was just called like, 
Chinese buffet or something near yeah. my house uh-huh. um, growing up. But me and my brother would always reference it just like, well, we're like going to go to the Great Wall of China. Uh, and that was like kind of this yeah. joke growing up. So it was kind of cool to actually be at the Great Wall of China. But I was yeah. so sick that day. And so I feel like that's why it was like another, yeah, it was terrible. And it was cold. It was December Uh, or maybe November, but it it was cold. Yeah. Um, So I was freezing cold and really, really sick. And then they don't have Google in China. (laughs) And so you can't like have Google Maps um, or like use Google Maps. And so I was trying to like find our way back to, well, you know what? Actually, it was an Airbnb, but Airbnb is illegal in China. Really? I don't or something. I don't know all the well that well, the in and outs. Don't quote me on that. But there was some like it was a little bit weirdly underground for uh-huh. some reason. So we like got this Airbnb. But then it took us forever to find this place because the address listed on the posting wasn't actually the address where we were staying. Oh, I see. Because of the, like... The sketchiness. The sketchiness of (laughs) Airbnb, I guess. Um, And anyway, so I was trying to find this way back to the, like... I don't know even what to call it other than Airbnb because it wasn't really an apartment, but... (laughs) Yeah. um, And... I was really, really sick, and Google Maps, like, you can't use it. Yeah. And my phone was dying. I mean, I guess not that that would have been much help (laughs) anyways at Uh, the time, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm getting back. Like, I don't don't feel well. Yeah. I can't find this place. Yeah. It was a long day. So how did you end up finding your way back then? Oh, that's Okay. Actually, that was the other aspect, too, is this one girl that I was with at the time was, you know what, I hope she's doing well in life, but she was really <laughs> annoying me that day. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I was just extra not in the mood because I was sick. Yeah. But it was just me and her walking back. And she started to, like, get mad. And, like, I feel like when things get stressful or, like, I'm, like, not in a good mood it's not helping anyone to like be really upset and I like obviously there's a shift in my like mood but I try not to like ruin everyone's day with it but she was maybe didn't have that (laughs) mindset (laughs) so she starts getting mad at me and I'm like I'm mad (laughs) and it's just you two it was just us two we had another group I can't remember why we split up I think it was because I wanted to go home because I was really sick. And Uh, she was like, I want to go too. We can go. Anyways, so we're like walking around. We can't find the place. And I think eventually just combined both of our like slight memory of how to get back to this place. (laughs) Yeah. We were able to somehow find it. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate that you're sick there. But yeah. At least you experienced it. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool, though. I mean, it sounds like you went to a lot of places, like... Yeah. A bunch of different countries. Yeah. Over the course of four months. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to do something like that, especially during school. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it was just always too expensive for me, so I never got to do that. Yeah. No, I did go to London. That's the only place I've been, like... Well, other than Mexico. Yeah. It's the only place I've been, like, outside the U.S. so far. London. 
Um, and I guess technically I had a layover in Canada, but I mean, that is, I don't count that. <laughs> that doesn't because, count. <laughs> but I, was I really there. like I was Canada, there. though. You should do go you? to Canada. I really want to. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to do that, actually. I want to go to, um, well, because I know Canada has a lot of, like, cool, like, nature stuff. So, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really into. So that's what I would go there for, most likely. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm not really too like I don't really care too much to go to like big cities type of places I mean uh, unless it's like somewhere in a country like Spain or something you know Barcelona and see how cool it is but yeah I really want to go to places like Canada Switzerland Iceland for like all the nature nature, nature stuff that they have there and I think that'd I be super cool I had a friend cool. I think she just went I'm pretty sure it was Iceland recently like within the last month and she saw a volcano oh. erupting. Wow. Yeah. That'd be cool. I yeah, actually right? want to see that. <laughs> a volcano erupting live? That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't Dangerous, like, but cool. at, like huge, um, but it was, you know, lava could you was see coming the lava? out. Oh, yeah. Okay. She got pretty close. Yeah. See, I would do exactly that. Yeah. I'd get close. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, traveling is definitely something I want to do a lot of, especially like while I'm younger, though. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people, they tend to, like, wait till they're retired or, like, do something like that. But since I love all the nature stuff, I feel like it'd be a lot more harder for That's me yeah. to do hikes or things like that when I'm older compared to, like, right now when I'm younger. Yeah. Like, when I'm older, I, don't, I wouldn't mind, like, going to visit, like, a place like Italy, like Rome or something yeah. like that. I could just <laughs> sit and eat. <laughs> sit and eat. Yeah. Fly thousands of miles just to eat. Yeah. Uh, some pasta. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that'd be super cool. Uh, it's definitely something I want to do too. So it's really cool that you, you've gone to all these places. I don't know if I know of anybody personally who's gone to more places than you have. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine was all it. in that short span of time. Did you go anywhere before that? Like, have you been anywhere before? Yeah, I, I had gone to Canada, like I said. Oh, okay, My okay. trips to Canada were interesting. <laughs> um, I went to Canada when I was, like, in seventh grade yeah. for two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, with this random program with, like, a whole bunch of other seventh graders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And honestly... <laughs> it was weird. I forget about that one even more than semester at sea. <laughs> You're just like, it's weird. I don't want to remember that time. Or <laughs> no, it was it was cool. It was good. Um, but I, I had a harder time with that one. Yeah. But I think that was because I was a lot younger and I hadn't done anything that drastic. Got um, it. Yeah, that Like makes leaving sense. the country without my parents for two weeks <laughs> with a bunch of strangers. Oh, you didn't even know okay. these seventh graders. Oh, not at all. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what was this, like a summer camp thing, science Kinda. camp? <laughs> it was like over the summer thing and it was with this program called People to People. Which you know that actually sounds yeah. familiar. Did they like give you a letter saying, "Oh, you've been accepted yeah, to"? Or I think I, I got those. I, got, yeah. I never, I never did, I did it, it one summer. I never um, did it. So it was. I think it was really good for little Rachel, but it was also really hard for her. But all about getting uncomfortable, I guess. Yeah, getting uncomfortable. It's yeah, seventh grade. <laughs> you probably don't know what it means. Yeah. Right? But then another time I went with my mom uh-huh. and one of my friends, she was like my neighbor all growing up. Okay. And we were really good friends when we were young. Um, like 
kindergarten and below. Yeah. But then once we got to like first, second grade and like into school, um, she went to the public school near me, but I, I had gone to this private school. So we kind of just drifted apart, like made other friends at school. Got it. Yeah. But we ended up both going to the same high school then. And uh-huh. so we became really good friends again. Yeah. Um, but our moms were good friends and we were neighbors. And so me and my mom and her and her mom went to this mission trip or like service type trip. Um, in Canada with like a, a native Canadian tribe <laughs> and we like helped them with whatever they needed help with for yeah. a week. That was pretty and was that interesting or what? <laughs> Your reaction says that this is uh, a little interesting. It was just really interesting doing a service trip with my mother. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So are like are you really close to your parents like uh, your mom or your dad maybe you're closer to one more yeah. so than the other but or do you feel, I feel like, like you're my, whichever one I say they're gonna be upset if I say this, <laughs> so I guess this I is the podcast with the, the truth yeah <laughs> I'll just can't tell them show them the podcast um <laughs> no I would say that I probably am closer with my dad okay um but yeah I definitely am close with my parents i it's weird because my brother is three years younger than me and so he went off to college like yeah two or three years ago he's a junior yeah yeah. um and but when i had gone off to college and he was still at home so like all um my freshman through junior year they like we didn't really talk like, much at all oh, okay. like cuz i think they were just still occupied with my brother but then yeah. once my brother left they like would call me a lot more which i think is good <laughs> but for a minute there i think i had mentioned this to you that yeah. they sometimes i feel like they just now call me all the time and i'm like hey what is this like, <laughs> and they'll just it'll be like almost I don't want to say awkward, that sounds mean, but sometimes <laughs> they're like, what's new? And I'm yeah. like, nothing, I just work. And yeah. like, like they want to like still be involved in my life, which I really appreciate. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, listen, I have no news for you guys. <laughs> I just go to work and yeah, that's, rinse and repeat. Like It's <laughs> kind of the same with my parents. Uh, they'll reach out every once in a while or whatever the case might be. And... I can I know what you mean by how sometimes it feels a little awkward because there's these moments of like silence because yeah like, well, what do you want to talk what about what else do you want to yeah. talk about yeah because same for me it's just mostly work like yeah. that's all that we do um, and surviving yeah <laughs> but my dad will FaceTime me pretty much every Sunday morning oh okay which is nice yeah but sometimes I'm like oh, I don't I don't have any updates for your dad like I had a boring week. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, mean, I answer it and I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going? It's always the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So uh, speaking of relationships with your parents. Okay. Uh, let's move, transition to other types of relationships. <laughs> okay. This is good to the good stuff. All right. Um, I know that you had mentioned to me. Uh, I don't know. It was like a couple of days ago. I think. <laughs> I think it was a couple of days ago. Yeah. That actually you just recently were in a relationship, but are no longer. Uh, 
how has that been for you? <laughs> how's, um, how's the tra- you know? I guess what I'm asking is like, how is the transition for you like going from having a significant other to like kind of not having one and being, I guess, alone, <laughs> <laughs> alone again. Yeah, alone yet again. Alone yeah. yet again. <laughs> um, fine, I guess. I don't know. I. Well, I never dated anyone before him. Like, that was the first person I've ever dated, so... That was the first person you've ever called, like, your boyfriend? Yeah. Okay. And it didn't last that long. Yeah. So, I feel like I, like, wanted to get more to a point with him where I, like, could have been more sad when we broke up. (laughs) (laughs) Could have been more sad. But then he didn't want to, Yeah. like... Basically, I feel like I told you, you just gave me this like ultimatum of yeah. like I can't like I I only see like three options where it's like we keep doing this and like n- no one's happy or like two I just like do a one eighty and stop caring as much about like my work and like workout routine and mm-hmm. like fitness goals or like three we break up and I was like I don't think it's so one two three <laughs> but the fact that it is in your head like that then like yeah we're breaking up like that's I don't know like that seems kind of red flagish. ish <laughs> yeah so yeah okay. I mean I was sad like obviously the next day but not just one day the, like, <laughs> honestly just, just one day and then I was like alright then I just was like well so his loss yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> so um, let's just take it like I guess a little bit before that relationship then mm-hmm. so is this somebody that you knew before you met them like through someone else or whatever the case might be like how did it build up into even getting into a relationship in the first place um, yeah well he went to the same school college as me actually but I, I didn't know him at all he was a year older but he works at the same company that my roommate's boyfriend works at and his company it's called alpha tech and like i joked that it was like a like a frat like a fraternity (laughs) and it even sounds like a frat like alpha tech (laughs) but they all were like such a little click yeah and um yeah and they would all like throw parties and like drink together and like literally like a frat (laughs) and anyways so it didn't come out of nowhere this is you calling it a frat had some meaning behind it oh yeah yeah Yeah. no no okay um all that to say though that then my roommate's boyfriend like had people over for um saint patrick's day and good holiday <laughs> Good holiday to celebrate. Hol- yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was also like a week after too that yeah. we were like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so then he came, and I went, and yeah. then I met him there, and then we just like continued to talk after that. Oh. Okay. Um, so. And then he just. Oh, I guess you were dating for a while, and then he just asked you to be his girlfriend. And you're you like, know what? Yeah. I had to ask him. You wait. You <laughs> wait. You asked him. Yes. Really? This now is, the, this this is, is probably why I was not that sad. That <laughs> I mean, it ended, but I guess well, okay. So. Here's why: is because my dad came um, uh, a little bit ago, 
like Memorial Day or something, I guess in May. Okay. And at that time, because we met like end of March, and then we were just like continued to hang out all through like this was now end of May. Yeah. And my dad came for that long weekend. And we had um, gone on this hike in the morning, and then later, or, oh, but I thought my dad was going to get in, like, an hour later, so we come back to my house, and then all of a sudden my dad calls me, and he's like, I'm here. And so I was like, oh, like, my my dad's here. <laughs> so he, like, met my dad. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, that's weird. Like, what's happening now? And so... And then one of his friends, um, they were talking about, we had gone out to this Padres game and he had walked by Jose's because I work at this Mexican food restaurant (laughs) and he walked by Jose's and one day, I guess. And then at this Padres game, he was like, oh yeah, like I walked by Jose's and I was like telling whoever I was with, like, oh, like Nate's girlfriend works there. So then in my head, I was like, oh, And then, actually on that hike earlier before that, one of his friends from um, school had come in for that weekend, that long weekend also. And so we went on a hike with him and his girlfriend. And then at one point, randomly, during the hike, I saw this other guy that I knew. And I honestly didn't even know him that well. Yeah. Um, Like, I was just going to kind of, like, not make eye contact and, like, walk past past him. But he really saw me and he was like, Rachel. (laughs) And I was like, hey, like, how are you? And then when we walked away, they were all just kind of teasing me, like, oh, that guy was excited to see you. Um, And then his friend was like, yeah, like, why weren't you like, oh, have you met, like, Nate, my boyfriend? And I was like, oh, so... You like clearly what is he saying to his friends yeah. that he's not telling me? Did, yeah. Well, how was he like during that time? Was he like awkwardly standing by, just like as people are calling him your boyfriend, or um, is he just like? Nah, yeah. Uh, no, I feel like it was just he just rolled with it. Well, not even mm. then when I then asked him one night. I was just like, so, like, are you my boyfriend? He's like, <laughs> and yeah. then no, he was like, what would you say? And I was like, no, what would you say? Uh-huh. And then he said, I'd say yes. And I was like, okay, great. So that's just kind of, it wasn't actually like a formal ask. It was like a, like, what are we? And you just yeah. kind of agreed. <laughs> I guess so. You just agreed. I guess you are yeah, then. I guess you are. <laughs> that's interesting. I don't yeah. know if I've heard of it relationship happening in that way before so that's cool i mean interesting yeah you know what he <laughs> was ideal, he was but... really nice he yeah. meant really well he was a really nice guy but he was also a very interesting guy yeah so yeah yeah so i mean now looking forward hmm. um i don't i mean i don't know if like there's anybody else you're interested in now but what do you look for or what are you looking for when it comes to that when it comes to having a relationship I feel like something that I learned from that and would be looking for going forward is I definitely think like, you know, the like love languages. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like mine is definitely quality time. And I always wanted to like do. I mean, there was a point where I like would go like a week and a half without seeing him Mm -hmm. and I was busy and so was he, so it was never that I was, like, super 
annoyed or like it made me really upset but it was just something that like I wanted to like and that was kind of what how it came to a head um with us breaking up is because I was just like I like we've been dating for like five months now like I go with without seeing you for like a week and a half like and he doesn't and you don't live too far from one another right no like that that was kind of part of it because he lives in Carlsbad oh, okay. and at the time I wasn't I mean now I work there so <laughs> go figure <laughs> now I would have plenty of time I guess to hang out but yeah he cut that one short so <laughs> I guess he did yeah. um no but yeah so we did live kind of far yeah um so that was another factor and obviously, like I've said, like he was really intense on like both his work and his like fitness goals. Yeah. And so, and I mean, I stay busy, like I, I live a life. So like I said, it wasn't something that I was like mm-hmm. every day, like I don't think from my end, I was like constantly <laughs> nagging him to hang out with me, but yeah, t- like ultimately I was dating him I felt like we should have hung out maybe a little bit more yeah <laughs> and so I just brought that up and he just was like I see three options <laughs> I was like damn yeah, can't get a- more than a date every <laughs> once a week wow yeah that's a little uh honestly it's a little red flag I know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe two two or three red flags there okay yeah so you know uh maybe sometime down the line in the future however long it takes you'll yeah. look back and be like you know maybe i just dodged a bullet maybe, there. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. so is that like um you're like do you feel like for you you would prefer a relationship to kind of happen more naturally than you going out looking for it like nowadays there's a lot of people who date or find one another through like dating apps and things oh, yeah. like that like so here's the thing is that you have one <laughs> here's your username <laughs> no you can't do that that's not how they work also <laughs> I, I don't i don't really you know i don't really know how they work but okay no this is my <clears throat> theory that i've always have is that if you go on the dating app dates that you're just more naturally like you get more how do I put this? Like, by going on the dates, you just have, like, opened this, like, mental... Pandora's box? Pandora's box. And that, <laughs> um, then, like, people naturally start asking you out more in real life. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting thought. And... So why do you I think mean, that is, then? Because I... That's what happened. Personally, oh, in my experience. So you, you went on one of these apps and you met with people yeah, a couple times, I, maybe? So before I started dating him, I had gone on a couple um, hinge dates. Uh-huh. And then that's when... where I don't think you were there, but one time I... Someone's mom. Well, I was at a date. What do you <laughs> no, mean? No. <laughs> I was no, I there. was telling this story, I oh, think, yesterday. Oh, telling the story. I was like, yeah. what do you mean I wasn't there? Where... <laughs> Someone's this like mom yeah. at Jose's was okay. like, I'm gonna set you up with my son. Oh, so this wasn't even on a dating app. <laughs> this wasn't this. even on, but that's what because I was going on the oh, that's my theory, I see, I you see. know. And then, like, some and then also during that time frame, you don't I think went it's on just some other date. <laughs> it might just be a coincidence, you know what? Maybe, but no, but you know also, what? here's the other okay. thing though about them is that I feel like. They're really good. Once again, wow, theme of this podcast, I think, today is getting out of your comfort zone. And I think that yeah. is something that was really good about the hinge dates. It's true. And why uh, I don't yeah. 
rag on them is because they really pushed me to like get like they're really awkward and they're like really <laughs> going into one I, I'm like so high level anxiety like stressed mm-hmm. out yeah yeah so like okay and you just kind of like push yourself through that yeah you get there and then realize that maybe it's not so bad yeah okay yeah I mean I feel like there's a bunch of different like ways nowadays that you can meet people especially with the internet and online so I mean maybe if you keep going on these uh, what is it hinge Hinge. dates (laughs) in real life more and more you might get people to ask you out according to your theory you should start writing this down maybe you can write a book about it and you'd become a best selling author and then that's how you meet your husband maybe Wow. He comes to get your autograph. <laughs> he reads my book. He reads your book. On my, my hinge dates. <clears throat> yeah. That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that means you had a lot of unsuccessful dates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... So if you had... Let's just say somebody here is listening and you had, you know, it's somebody who is interested in, like, dating, but maybe they're just not quite ready to take that step, whether it's online dating or, you know, maybe there's somebody they're interested in and they want to ask them out or like, don't really know how, like, what's it some advice that you can give to someone to kind of like push them past that first little bit of anxiety that they might have from taking that step forward? Hmm. Like, is there something that you would do or something that you've done to help you get through that? Since you said that, you know, you would feel that at the beginning, but then you kind of just push yourself through it. Yeah. Well, I feel like that kind of goes back to my whole, like what I was saying before, where I really just like after coming back from semester at sea, yeah. I just, that was like really tough. And then I just really like reevaluated my entire life. <laughs> And just became, like, a lot more comfortable with myself. Yeah. And I think that's why then, like, I hadn't really ever dated anyone because I Mm -hmm. just was, like, very closed off and, like, Mm. was, like, really anxious and, like, wasn't good at, like, talking and interacting with people. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I feel like, I don't know, I guess my advice would be, like, you just kind of got to go into something and just be like well like what here, happened? I am. here I am I'm here <laughs> and, <now. like laughs> and I feel like that was a big yeah. part of what I learned even just during that time frame and now it's like translated I guess yeah kind of in that way and like pushing myself to do that because before I, I would not have so you would say that you like were able to get some more confidence in yourself yeah and you kind of go into a date being like and because ultimately like they're random strangers and you don't have to do or see them ever again so you don't have to unless they're weird and (laughs) and they stalk me um no hopefully that doesn't happen (laughs) yeah well just yeah you can watch for the signs hopefully (laughs) and get yourself out of there real fast if you see any of them but yeah i mean i feel like that's a big thing confidence when it comes to uh not not even like dating it's just talking with people in general yeah you know if you kind of show a lack of confidence or like a little bit of um like like kind of something that I've gone through is you know when I was going through that quiet slash shy phase that I had um I obviously lacked a lot of confidence in myself or in, in my abilities to communicate with people 
And so, you know, when you, when you, when you are like that, or when you have that sort of thing going, it's kind of like those little moments of silence of awkward silence where nobody knows what to say, like kind of keeps people from, from you in a way, cause they don't want to feel that awkward awkwardness, mm-hmm. you know? So if you can kind of mitigate that or at least limit it as much as you can, then there's better chances of you connecting with people. I feel like, yeah. And there's always something that you can connect with, like to someone with, like, it doesn't matter um, who they are, where they're from, the things they've done. Everybody has something in common, I think. So it's like you can easily find out what that is just by having that confidence in yourself and in your ability to communicate how you feel or be open with yeah. others. And so, I mean, <clears throat> it can be the same when you go on dates. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and just especially next- like to just be like well whatever happened like just say what you just kind of care be yourself. less right? yeah just be yourself care yeah. less what other people think about you yeah because yeah. i mean once again they're perfect random strangers so yeah i just sometimes i just go to them i'd be like <laughs> i remember one time i like went for a run and then had just showered and I came out of the shower and I put zero thought into what I was even doing or wearing because I I think I like scheduled it and then the hour came and I was like I don't want to do this (laughs) (laughs) and then that was the beauty of it is that yeah you know what I was just gonna go and just have a good time personally for me and eh. that was it never (laughs) talk to them again Wow. I mean, is there like, um, is there been a few dates that you've been on, like with? Oh, I don't think more than twice or more than once. I mean, yeah, I had gone on some more than twice, but I, I also the other half of that theory is I purely just go on the hinge dates just to push myself out of the like get out. Like I don't really think it. It's gonna go anywhere. It's gonna go anywhere. I don't know. I don't really have much faith in like. Do you feel like the people that you? agree to hang out with feel the opposite like they think uh, this is going to <laughs> this might be going to <laughs> okay um, interesting I always wonder because me personally like if like anytime that I've been in a relationship I always like hope that it would you know obviously last yeah you know you don't want it to not last uh, but like you know how people say they date for fun or like they just mm. be, go in a relationship to from one relationship to another mm-hmm. for fun. Um, I actually, between all of mine that, I, that I've had, which isn't a lot, by the way, it's like three. <laughs> and I'm, I think, in my fourth one now. Nice. But um, <laughs> like in between all of those, there's the long periods of time. Mm. Like it was never like... It, and like, and I mean for dating too. Like, I didn't really like date just for for fun either. I yeah. Just, you know, I don't know. It it just was always it. It kind of felt weird to me. I, maybe I did it like once or twice, and it just felt a little odd. Mm. And I didn't like the feeling, so I was like, I'll just rather take time, figure whatever, like myself out first, whatever I need to do, and then just eventually someone will come along that. Um, I feel like is worthy. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, thank you for coming on. <laughs> Are we on ending to- on that? Yeah, we're going to end on that. Um, 
<laughs> I appreciate you coming on and sharing your stories. Yeah, it and was fun. I'm sure there's whoever listens to this can take something <laughs> from it. Okay. Uh, so thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. <laughs>